This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show! another episode of the often imitated never duplicated voices of misery podcast and of course i'm one half your dynamic duo the nerds i'm the nerd and you are nerdette we're a little extra soft and tenderized and soggy today aren't we because holy shit it's a tsunami outside today what the hell is going on what a freaking mess yeah we're, we're straight from coming outside in the pouring rain to coming back in the house and sit and recording a podcast because that's how we do things down here in south carolina how the hell's your day all right. How was your Sucks. week? I'm sick of this rain. 
I know, it's a fucking mess. How was your weekend? I didn't really do much. I watched two movies, though. I watched uh, Candy Cane Lane and Priscilla. Candy Cane Lane, you say, huh? Fuck off. I saw that one as well. What did you think Oh, did you? Yes, I did. I thought it was cute. Yeah. It was a Christmas movie with um, Eddie Murphy and... um, What? Tracy Ellis, right? Is that her name? Tracy Ellis Ross. Diana Ross's ugly kid. Um, And I liked it. It was different. I thought it was good. I laughed a few times in it. It wasn't the funniest movie, but it was no, cute. No, and it wasn't like the best Christmas movie either, but it, no. it was definitely cute, and I liked it. It was something Definitely different. one I can see on the Christmas rotation every year. I can yeah, see that being played. It was good. Yeah. Um, I liked everybody that was in it, mm-hmm. and I liked the storyline. So Really good cast. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I like, like the, the, the elf cracked me up. I know her from something, but I don't... Oh, no, uh, what? yeah, that woman. I don't know what the fuck she. I, just, I want to say sorry. She always plays the same fucking type of character Every too. Time. She's in the, <laughs> but she she makes me laugh. I just don't know who the hell she is. I like the little uh, animated things when like they lost their souls. Yeah, like they. It's a Christmas movie about like I don't. He he accidentally signs his contract with this elf, and I thought if it was on the oh no, why is Siri talking? You see this? Your phone gets a little bit wet outside and it just goes all haywire. I thought I, these I've things were waterproof. I've never had Siri turned on. Well. <laughs> Anyways, if he doesn't complete what he's supposed to do, he will get the, Eddie Murphy will get turned into like this like figurine type thing. Like a Christmas ornament. Yeah. Yeah. They get so cute. And I like the little Christmas village that all those figurines were living in. I thought they were cool. And, and I liked all of the, the people. Very cool, very animated. I mean, the stuff yeah. that they did was really cool. Some of the effects were really cool. Like, they were fighting all the ninjas, and they turned into cardboard and fell over. I was like, this is really creative. Yeah, it, it was neat. It was different. And that mm-hmm. was on uh, Amazon Prime. I watched that. Yeah. Very um, different kind of movie. Yeah. And then I watched Priscilla, which which was good. I completely forgot about the movie. And I Priscilla Googled, Presley, right? Yeah. I Googled what movies came out this year. <laughs> she was a young girl who was... In a relationship with a much older man. Yeah. And no one seemed to bat an eye and still think it's this great love story. This little girl getting taken in by some fucking creepy older man. Yeah. Groomed into marriage. <laughs> and you know we had sex with her underage and people are like, oh, Priscilla and Elvis, what a great love story. Really? It's, it's okay. I mean. Well, this was her side. Yeah. Her telling her story based on uh, her book, Elvis and Me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> It was good. Yeah. What was different? It, it didn't make him look too good. <laughs> Not much did, really. He had a freaking temper, man. Yeah. Like, I... He used to shoot his fucking TVs whenever something... Whenever yeah. someone he didn't like came on, he would shoot the TV with a fucking rifle. Just... I, I, it, it was definitely good, though. It was interesting to see, like, her perspective. He it. hated... He was jealous of a lot of artists, man. He hated the Beatles. He hated Jerry Lee Lewis. I remember that. Yeah. And he's like, whenever they came on the TV, man, he'd fucking pull out a gun because they were very talented. They were, he, was, he wasn't as popular and... Yeah. So did they go into all that? No. no not so. really. It was, it was basically their relationship. That's right. And, yeah, yeah, when they met, how they met, and what happened, her going to school, and... Jeez. So... But it, it was good. I enjoyed it. And that was it. So at least I watched something new. And then I've been watching Shit's Creek. I feel like that Elvis and Priscilla story has been told so many times that like any yeah. Elvis fan could probably have told the same exact story she told. Yeah. Any of those fucking obsessed people. I don't, I don't get it, man. The whole obsession about people that are fucking like long dead careers. Like people like fucking homes that made out of Elvis memorabilia. The entire house from plates to clocks. The clothes they wear. 
hairstyles mm-hmm. and shit. Just emulating someone that's been dead for over like 50 fucking years probably now, right? What, he died in like 70 something? 72? 77. 70, I, I, don't, I don't remember. I know it was in the 70s. It? I have no fucking, I don't remember. Yeah, I think. Because I, think I don't obsess over dead people. I don't fucking care. Make great music. I, I'm a huge Elvis fan, but damn, man. Yeah. But nothing new, no uh, revelations or bombshells that'll end up on the front page of a tabloid somewhere? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, not at all. And that's all you did, though, besides hang out and fucking go out in the monsoon today? Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah, man. I haven't watched the... I mean, I watched the two movies. I, I Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I watched Candy Cane Lane as well, and we kind of already went over that, so I'm mm-hmm. just going to skip over it. It was all right. It was a cute Christmas movie. Nothing special, nothing great to write home about or anything. I did watch another movie called A Knock on the Cabin. And this one had with with um, what's his name in it? It was M Night Shyamalama Ding Dong and uh, and Dave Batista. Batista. Yeah, yeah, I watched it uh, when it came I, out. I uh, listen, man. This guy he is so distracting on screen because his face is so fucking bloated and fucking round. It's the weirdest thing I've seen. I thought his, it. I thought the top of his head was dude. Distracting. He's a weird looking fucking human being. His face, it, it's it's perfectly round, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. It's the weirdest fucking face. It's just a round, fat, bloated face, and it looks like he's got alcoholic syndrome. You know how like alcoholics they they just get bloated and shit. And the rest of his body, he's, he's he was a former wrestler, so he's like a bodybuilder kind of guy, and he's got this bloated face. So it looks like he's finally off the cycle. When he made that movie, this got off the steroid cycle, whatever, because it just looked really weird. On top of his head, too, like like fucking like hamburger meat and shit. This yeah, that's my, that really was weird. my review. I, it, it was distracting. Yeah, yeah just, it was taking away from the fucking movie. All I could yeah. stare at was the top of his nasty head. Not a good actor. A very weird looking human being. Just just very distracting. Just didn't. I don't know. And his character in the movie was really strange. The way he talked, everything was really slow, methodical, and cryptic almost. And it's M. Night Shyamalan, so the whole time you're watching the movie, you're expecting something dumb to happen. And, and the ending was something stupid, if I remember correctly. And I can't even remember the ending. It was just one of those <laughs> movies that, uh, like, I, I watched it. I was I was into it the whole time. I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie. And I, I do like these movies about the end of the world, like that Julie Roberts one we talked about on Friday, how good that one was. Mm-hmm. This one was not that good, but it, it was okay. It was able to keep me interested in trying to find out, like, what the common link was, why everyone was there. They were all meeting up on some message board. At yeah. the end of the world, they all congregated together, and that fucking weirdo was there just looking creepy and shit. I don't know, man. He's just not a good actor. I mean, of all the wrestlers you could have put in a fucking movie, why did they pick the worst fucking one? I mean, shit. And I thought it was strange that the little girl was out in, like, the woods playing in some... Yeah. And he comes up out of nowhere and just sits down and starts talking to her. I'm like, this is fucking creepy. Where the hell are her parents? Hey, little girl. You want to <laughs> count the lines on my fucking forehead? Like... This is not okay. <laughs> Don't you trust me? I got a round ass face. I, I, I don't Just know. some random guy yeah. goes and plays with like this little tiny girl in the woods. I'm like, oh my lord. Not that good of a movie. I wouldn't recommend that one to anybody. But the Christmas one, I definitely would. Candy cane, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it was called. Candy cane, candy cane massacre or some shit. It was really this good. This is like it's it all. It starts that one starts off with like a Christmas like showdown. Like everyone's decorating. The, yeah. This is a neighborhood I would want to live in. Yeah, because, I mean, we're the only ones that decorate on this street. (laughs) Every freaking house was lit the hell up, and I'm like, oh my god, this neighborhood is awesome. Are we the only ones that decorated the house outside in this area? I think we're the only ones. The one across the street hasn't done it yet. The one across the street has mismatched. It it doesn't look right. That's right. That's right. You you were jealous, yeah. 
She's got white lights. You were jealous. She's got colored she's just lights. Got a lot of lights out there. Like, what the fuck is going on? It does, even if she's got high school lights, none of that matches. Take it down. Well, you Christmas choose one. Is, Christmas is a tacky holiday. It doesn't have to match. No, that no, it should match. You would ideally you would think so, but Christmas to me always looked like a fucking uh, like those. What the hell were those cakes called? Those nasty ones with the multicolors. They were like uh, something like cakes. They're like holiday cakes. They're called, and they're like all sorts of different colors, and they're disgusting. They're like little bars, and they're called cakes. But they're like gelatin almost, like gelatinous is really disgusting. That's what the house look like. Just multiple colors look like a fucking stained glass uh, mural or whatever. The thing is, you can't have a string of like white lights go to a string of colored lights, go to a string of icicles, and go to a string of blue lights. It doesn't. And then she has like white light netting on a bush that's not even installed properly. <laughs> Netting? What is it it I, looks I like know. a freaking net that she just threw on the bush. Oh, of lights? Yes. Oh, I got you. I got you. So, yeah. Well, she's lazy now. I mean, that's what happens. Well, I guess after you kick your man out. You kick your man out and have a <laughs> bunch of different ones coming through all the hours of the night. And women, kids showing up. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking trap house now. It's a real across from a trap house. God. But other than that, I was up extremely late last night because UFC had their final card of the year. It was UFC 296. The main card started at 10 o'clock. The main event fight that I stayed up for, and the whole thing had good fights, was the main event ended at 1.30-something in the fucking morning. I'm glad I was sleeping. Fucking A, man. I was just, I was pumped because, I mean, the fights were good. But I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know if it's because I take too many edibles or it's because I'm getting old or what, but I'm having a hard time staying up sometimes at night now. Where my eyes will just be so heavy and they will shut on me. And I, my body will shut down. I will be asleep. And then I will just kick out at the last second and be like, oh my god, i got to get the fuck up. And it's like I feel like everything's shutting down at once. So I, it was really hard for me to stay up. But I did. I managed to do it. And the first fight was uh, some fucking dude named Patty Pimblett. And some like uh, dude from Scotland. He was fighting some old school fighter. And Patty I was rooting. Patty Pimblett's his name. Yeah, That's a terrible name. That's his real name. <laughs> They call That's him. Terrible. They call him Patty the Batty. He's some fucking idiot who lost his last fight, but they gave it to him because he's supposed to be this young up and coming star. The guy lost. I mean, he clearly lost the fight. Everyone says he lost. He even was down on himself about it. He went out there and put it on this fucking old guy, man, this old veteran who lost his last seven fights, which means the guy's not impressive at all. But he used to be really good, and it was like the young lion fucking putting this old dog out the pasture kind of fight and. I was upset about that one because I wanted to see the old guy, see if he had it still in him. Because I'm an old guy now, and you want to see the old guys do well. So that one didn't go my way. And then there was this other fight, man, that I got to talk about. This fucking... It, I don't even know who these two guys were. They were the first fight. The, the One of the fights that were on the main card, one of the guys got sick. So they had to take a card off the shitty uh, the preliminaries and move it to the main card. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have picked a better one to put on the main card, man. This fucking guy hit this other dude with the hardest punch I have ever seen in a UFC fight. Square, like right above the nose, like the bridge of the nose, like dead center with the eyes. Clocked this motherfucker, went down, just eyes shut down, just down. It wasn't even a dramatic fall where the person's like stumbling and like their legs are like trying to keep him from going up. He just went down, just down, dead down. The motherfucker wasn't moving. The other guy's celebrating and they're getting doctors in the ring. All of a sudden, the guy starts fucking electrocuting on the floor. I am shitting you not. Legs, his arms were all stiff and he's shaking and shit. It was scary. The other guy who knocked him out, like, went down to a knee, and everyone else was like, oh, my God, this is scary, because the guy, he was fucking, like, electrocuting. I'm not even making this up. He was, like, seriously having a fucking nasty seizure. Hopefully he's all right, man, because, man, it's, those are the chances you take right there, you know? 
You go out there in the octagon and fight somebody. And then the main event fight came on. And it was uh, Donald Trump came out because he's friends with the guy, Colby Covington, who was fighting in the main event. This guy's 0-3 in main event title fights. Comes out there with his badass entrance. He comes out to that fucking old wrestler's theme song, the American song with the American flag coming over him. So you want this guy to win. And he's fighting some black dude from uh, from England named Leon Edwards, who I wanted to see kick this Colby Covington guy's ass. Because he was talking about the Leon Edwards guy's dad, who died when he was 13 years old. He's like, yeah, that's why your dad got murdered when he was 13. He's a fucking criminal. And of course, you're going to set this other guy off, right? He was pissed. So I'm like, I hope this guy fucking kicks this American you know, piece of shit's ass. Plus, the guy's a Trump supporter, and you know, fuck Trump. There's the vaccine and all that shit. But anyway, he goes out there, and he's just cleaning this guy's clock the whole fight. The Colby Covington guys get his ass beat. And it was a boring fight. really was, but the ending... Was the one I hoped for. The guy, you know, Colby Covington lost, and the other guy won the fight. But no knockouts, nothing crazy. Uh, the guy talked shit about his dad, so I was hoping he would have gotten a nasty, like, fucking, like, retribution. He would have knocked the guy's fucking head off his shoulders or something, but it didn't happen that way. And he won a decision, wide margin. I mean, he, he he did win the fight, but it wasn't the kind of thing you want to see. Like, he ended the fight on his back, and the other guy was on top of him hitting him. So you won the fight, but you, the last image was someone on top of you hitting you. You know what I mean? It's not the way you want to retain your title. <laughs> but other than that, it was a pretty pretty good weekend. Very relaxing. And I started off for me pretty early. I took a half day on Friday. So it was just nice to take some time and just chill out. And That's all you watched? That's pretty much it. Yeah, I watched some Shit's Creek. Did you? Yeah, but it's it's a fucking sitcom. There's nothing to talk about. You know, It's not like an episodic TV show. Like, oh my God, they well, fought usually, the main bad no, guy. Usually, you watch like three or four different shows. Well, well, I was watching The Wire, but that's, that's, I mean, The Wire's a really good show. I was watching that this morning, actually. Um, it, it's it's a really good show where you should probably watch it. I think yeah. you I think you would love it. It's a show about the cops and the, and the bad guys, the drug dealers, and you get both perspectives. So you see what the drug dealers are doing, you start to know their names and who they're running with, and you get to know the characters a bit, and you know the cops and their motivations on the other side. And then they meet in the middle, you know, the cops come after them, and then the other guys might get away, they might not, and they've got an... There's just a lot of different intertwined storylines. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's nothing like you haven't seen already, like NYPD Blue, those kind of cop shows. You've seen it before. But this one does give a little bit more, and it's on HBO, so it's more mature rating, obviously. So you get to see a little bit more uh, crazy shit that you haven't seen on these other shows before. It's, It's decent. I'm only about seven or eight episodes into the first season. I'm taking it slow because there's so much else to watch, so... Other than that, I haven't been doing much else, man. Just kind of hanging out and just trying to get through life. I can't believe we're only eight days away. I know. From the fucking big day, and we're not ready at all, are we? No. No. But we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> every year, man. I think every year it just becomes more and more of a scramble. Yeah. Th- this month was just... I just... I'm ready for next year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you're ready for next year's Christmas already? It'll be here tomorrow. No, I'm ready for January. Like, let's oh, go. Let's oh, get through this yeah. fucking year already. I don't know, man. 2024 is going to be a crazy freaking year, man. So buckle your seatbelts, you know, and just come along with the ride with the voices of measure because we're going to try to get us through and we're going to need each other, man. It's going to be a crazy time. Ready to get some topics here? Yep. All right. So listen, got some help time uh, this time around. And sometimes when you, you know, record a show, you have to reach out to some friends. And our friends sent in some really good ones this week. And I'm going to start with this one here. Our pal Jay Hall sent this one in. And this one conveniently is a Florida man story, and if you notice, I phased out one of my old Florida man uh, birthday Florida man stories. I'm going to bring it back for one week only, mm-hmm. one show only. All right. This Florida man drove himself to jail after killing newlyweds outside their home, and deputies say anger took over. 
I'm just going to bring this one up here because this one's fresh off the market here. This one just happened. This Florida man drove himself to jail and turned himself in after he allegedly shot and killed a newlywed couple outside their home over the weekend. This guy's got a fucking great name. His name is Sony Josephette. He was arrested and charged with two counts of first-degree premeditated murder with a firearm after the incident that unfolded on Saturday. It's happened in Palm Beach County. I don't think we've been there in a while. No. Normally Volusia? Yeah, Pinellas. Hell, Pinellas, yeah. On Saturday morning, Jasphat's daughter called 911 to report that her father had shot two people. When deputies arrived, they found a man and woman suffering from multiple gunshot wounds on the sidewalk outside the front door. Deputies established a crime scene and asked anyone inside the home to exit. They conducted interviews with those who lived inside the home, whose identities were not disclosed in the affidavit. It was brought to light that the man and the woman uh, Joseph had allegedly shot and killed recently got married. It was also revealed that Josephette used to live at the home where the incident happened, but hasn't for over a year. He still shows up from time to time and reportedly has a history of being controlling and asking probative questions about the woman who lives there. So Marcy's Law is into play. Meaning police haven't released the victim's name to the public. The affidavit, although redacted, said that Josephette and the woman inside the home had a history that culminated with an event on October 5th, 2023. On that day, Palm Beach County court records show Josephette's divorce case was closed. The woman also remarried recently. So this is a fucking wild story. So he approached the home and he told deputies that he put his loaded 17-round pistol magazine into his Glock 17 and chambered a bullet. The woman was getting groceries out the trunk of her car and was bringing them inside when Joseph reportedly asked her a question that went unanswered. She continued to walk toward the front door with her groceries. He then said good morning to them and they replied good morning back. That's when he allegedly pulled out a pistol and shot them. After they were both shot, he allegedly continued to shoot multiple times. Josephette told deputies he shot one of them in the upper torso and head while he shot the other multiple times. He said his daughter witnessed the entire shooting, so he's setting an example for his for his daughter, obviously. He then fled the scene and called his pastor, telling him that he shot and killed the couple. He then drove himself straight to the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office headquarters, entered the main detention center courthouse, and surrendered himself to deputies. He reportedly told deputies he just killed two people. Deputies detained him and secured his car where the murder weapon was found. As for the events leading up to the alleged shooting, Joseph Ed also said the woman was disrespecting him and blocked his phone calls. He also found something out about her that filled him with anger and he hasn't been able to sleep. He added he knew what he did was wrong and has never done anything like this before, but he couldn't help it. He remains at the Palm Beach County uh, Main Detention Center without bond. So obviously he had something, some kind of relations. Well, at least he turned himself in. You know, I was watching a documentary a while back about killers and whatnot, and the ones that go on the run for quite a while. Yeah. And they said that the worst thing wasn't being in jail, it was being out, feeling like everyone knew that they did it. Yeah, so turn yourself in. And that there were always eyes on them, so they were like, that was worse than being in prison. They said turning themselves in was the best feeling of all because they felt like it was finally over. That was or you just don't like do anything, years. and then you don't have to worry about... Yeah, just don't commit a fucking crime. You never have to worry about it, you fucking morons. You don't have to worry about being found. You no. just don't do it. Well, he drove himself to jail. I mean... Do you think he was just well, in a moment of rage? he a reduced sentence for turning himself in? No. I mean, he fucking killed two people. But, Your Honor, I turned uh. myself in... I knew what I did was wrong, and I came clean. And, like, maybe might knock <laughs> ten years off a triple life sentence for him, maybe. I don't know. What would drive someone to kill someone like that, though? Love, you think, maybe? I don't know. If she blocked his number, he was obviously, like, harassing her or something. They had something of his, or he wanted something of theirs. 
Yeah. There's nothing else makes sense. Oh my goodness, that is so loud, man. The rain is just pouring down on the house today. Yeah, it's, it's like a damn hurricane outside. I don't know what the fuck What the hell's going on. going on out there? Some people are getting like tons of snow and whatnot. Yeah, some big ass storm. Fucking I don't know, but I do have a Florida man that turned himself in too. Oh, Jesus. So they're just. Florida man. I don't know what's going on down there. A lot of honest Abe's in Florida. A Florida man has found himself in hot water after he allegedly took the wheel of a responding ambulance. And led deputies on a pursuit to the local sheriff's office. Stanley Williams, 35, is accused of grand theft and fleeing and eluding after the incident that unfolded Saturday night in Columbia County. Shortly before midnight, a deputy was helping EMS with a subject experiencing altered mental state. Uh, He was also allegedly, possibly, under the influence of drugs. The subject, uh, identified as Williams, somehow gained access to the inside of the ambulance and wound up driving away from the scene, according to deputies. Deputies followed in pursuit of the stolen ambulance. During the pursuit, the ambulance hit a curb which caused damage to the tire. (laughs) Williams then drove the stolen ambulance to the entrance of the Columbia County Sheriff's Office. He drove right up into the front lawn and stopped near the main entrance. (laughs) So at least he turned himself in, too. Deputies said uh, there was only minor cosmetic damage to the lawn, but no damage to the sheriff's office itself. He was taken into custody before being admitted to a local hospital for further evaluation. Charges are being filed and referred to the state attorney's office. Hmm. So he was having like some kind of mental break. Yeah. And while they were checking him out, he just decided to jump in the driver's seat and take off. But drove right to the sheriff's office. Oh, man, I just don't... So- I don't know, man. It might just be instant regret. Like, the person who killed the two people, it's like you hate them, and then the moment after you kill them and you satisfy that rage, you turn normal again, and you're like, wait, what did I just do? i got to go turn myself. You know, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. Like, like, like this idiot, he's like, I just got to get away. He gets away, and all of a sudden he's calm again. He's like, oh, shit, what am I doing in this car? i, I got to turn this thing back in. Moments of temporary insanity. That's funny, though, because he, he steals the ambulance and takes off. Yeah. So, there's a line of cops chasing him. <laughs> they all just end up right back at work. Yeah. Like, Where the fuck turns, is he going? He just turns right in. And all the cops park in their little park spot. Yeah, and they're like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm... Well, since I'm already here. Yeah. Oh, Shit. God. You know, know, stuff like this probably happens all the time, too. Like, just dumb, unexplainable shit. <laughs> it, it's it's got to be a, just a normal, just another day in the life there. Uh, All right, so I have one here for you that I I don't know, man. It's just, there's so many stupid things that are going on in the world right now. I just don't even know where to start. But this one right here is a real head-scratcher, and it does go to show what kind of world they want us to live in. Southwest is is being trashed right now, Southwest Airlines. Really? Yeah, because they're acquiescing to overweight people now. And, and people that aren't overweight are getting pissed off about this. They're basically encouraging people to, to be fat because they have a customer of size policy which gives free seats to overweight travelers. So if you're overweight, yeah. you're getting a free seat, which to me is, I mean, being overweight like is a, a detriment to travelers. Like a free seat or the f- seat next to them will be free. So their fat ass can sit in both seats. Well, before we get into the topic, because that'll probably answer the question. I, I haven't read the whole yeah. thing. I just wanted to say, like, just being overweight 
if you see a humongous person walking towards you and, and you have a seat next to you and you're like, oh, fuck, please don't pick here. Because it, it's not good. It's like they have to squeeze in. They're pushing you against the fucking wall. It's just, you know, it, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's really your prerogative if you're going to be a big person. But don't expect people to want you to, to sit next to them or just fucking make their time miserable just because you deserve a seat. You do. You deserve it. You absolutely do. But you don't deserve to make someone else miserable, you know? Mm-hmm. So people are pissed off about this, understandably. So this allows overweight travelers to potentially get extra seats for free if they don't fit in the one they were assigned. Yeah. The policy states that customers who encroach upon any part of the neighboring seats may purchase however many extra seats they need. Those passengers can then request a refund after travel. How many fucking seats do they need? Three or four? How fucking big are they? If they're that big. If you need more than fucking one and a half seats, like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? Southwest says a policy isn't focused on just weight, but applies to anyone who doesn't fit in the seat because of their body type. No, because if you're a really tall person and you sit in one seat, but you're thin, you can make it work. A big person is just going to have to take up an entire aisle, which means people are going to have to, regular size people are going to have to stand because this one person can't fucking put down a cheeseburger once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's not right. I'm not making fun of fat people. I'm not. But it's, it's like, this is where I get mad, is when someone else is way more important than another. If, if all of a sudden their rights are more important than other people's, you shouldn't you know, make someone, one person comfortable and inconvenience more than one person to make one person comfortable. You know, it's just, to me, that's really self-serving. It's bullshit, don't you think? Yeah. I don't like it. So the policy isn't focused on just weight. They said it's determined by the placement of armrests. The armrest is considered to be the definitive boundary between seats. If you're unable to lower both armrests and are encroached upon any portion of a seat next to you, you need a second seat. Our policy does not focus on weight, but it does. The person of a dish, because, I mean, if you're a skinny person, you're, you you would fit in there and have the armrest. A big person is going to need more room. And I, I get it, but it's just... What's the answer here? You can't ban them from flights. You can't no, ban big people. No, but they should be charged some type, type of... Charge them extra. You charge them extra. Hey, listen, sorry, you're paying for two seats because you need two seats. And you're inconveniencing someone else. And that's yeah, a paying customer. That's, that's this is a, a business. a seat that could be filled by somebody yeah, and they business. could be making money. Yep. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't think it should be free. If like, you're playing your seats 50 people and you got 25 fat people that need two seats that are paying for 25 tickets and get a free extra seat, yeah. you're losing out on 25 people paying to get on that flight, regular sized people. So yep. You're missing out on the full house of paying people because these fucking fatties just need a fucking... It's not, it's not right. It's fucked up. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. The purchase of additional seats serves as a notification of a special seating need and allows us to adequately plan for the number of occupied seats on board. It also helps us ensure we can accommodate all customers on the flight for which they purchase a ticket and avoid asking customers to relinquish their seats for unplanned accommodation. An influencer named Kimmy Garris, who calls herself a fat solo traveler, posted a... <laughs> because you have to label yourself. Yeah. What's your label? Uh, uh, I'm a fat solo traveler. And, everyone, and, and, and other people like, look at each other like, what the fuck is that? And then you got them brave. And they start clapping. Brave. Brave. Because that's how they fucking do it. So she posted a video of herself boarding a Southwest plane in October and asking about their policy for overweight passengers. So she asked them a question, but before she did, she had to hit the record button because she's knowing she's asking something fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's why. That's why people who have deep voices and look like men, but they have, a, they have long hair, they go to a restaurant, you keep calling me sir. Why is your camera already recording the moment you know the person's coming? Because you know what they're going to ask you. Because you know you're a man. You know you look like one. You just want to 
you know, cause a fucking scene because that's what it's all about. It's about you and becoming a victim. It's not about being one thing or the other. It's about being a victim. The customer service agent in the video can be seen giving Harris an extra ticket, which a TikToker uh, user said should be the industry norm. Just no. giving them their way because They're losing why. money. Yeah. Because your fat ass yeah. is taking up more than one seat. Yeah. But unlike this person, other regular people on social media were annoyed by the policy. Here's some of the comments. And, like, yeah. who... She's so entitled. Like, that's some bullshit. Entitled. Because you're fucking overweight that you deserve more? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. that's That aggravates me so much. Well, that's what they do. And this person already had the camera going because they know if they have the camera going, people are too afraid to be put on social media. Well, that's what it, that's Call exactly what it, yeah. Please, please, you know, I, I need to start working back outside the house again. Because if someone puts a camera, like, please, put the camera right in my face, you fat fucks need to lose some <laughs> fucking weight because it's not fair to regular people that need a flight. Go ahead and put that on social media. And while you're putting this on, go to voicesofmisery.podbean.com. You can hear more commentary. Like, Go ahead and fucking use it to plug your own shit. Fuck it. Because you know it's going to get a million views, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's this fat bitch. She got her way. It's, it's so fucked up. But here are the comments. Rewarding bad behavior. Society is regressing, one person wrote. Fat supremacy in action, another commenter agreed. Many comments questioned whether tall travelers would get extra perks, and of course they would not. Of course not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't fit because you're too tall? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, No. Yeah. This, what this, about the ticket prices going up for regular people? Yeah. Because yeah. you got to recoup the money of these fucking fat people. Well, yeah, they got to get yeah. the money somehow. Yeah. They're giving away all these fucking free seats. Why are we encouraging that? Oh, my God. That's so stupid. Why are we encouraging that kind of behavior? Seriously. I got another one here for you of things that we shouldn't encourage. So a Boston mayor posts a picture of elected officials enjoying a Christmas party. What's wrong with that, right? What's wrong with that? This Christmas party excluded white people. And it was being hailed and called a special moment. Uh, uh, well, white people suck, so. <laughs> I would love to see the holiday card. I'm sure it's a bunch of white people. We do not want any white people coming to our exclusive soiree, you know, because it's just, it's, we, we are in the most bizarre period of time ever. And in human history, you're talking about thousands of years of existence we are now living in the dumbest period of time we have the nicest shit we've got cars man you know we've got guns we you pull a little trigger it goes bang you don't have to fucking sit there and carve a spear to throw a, a, a fucking animal to get food you can drive to the store and purchase pre-cut meat mm-hmm. killed by someone else we have such a privileged life right now you can make money sitting at home in your underwear Working a job. You don't even have to leave your fucking bedroom and you can live a full life. Yet we are so stupid. So Boston Democratic Mayor Michelle Wu boasted in an Instagram post on Friday about having a special moment with fellow elected officials at a government Christmas party that excluded white people. White people just didn't happen to not show up at this party. They just weren't invited to this party. Wu faced backlash earlier this week after an email from her administration mistakenly went out to all city council members, inviting them to an electeds of color holiday party. After doubling down on her administration's decision to hold the holiday party with only people of color, Wu celebrated the gathering by posting a picture of everyone in attendance. But, if you remember correctly, a couple of weeks ago there was a story about a group of people, it was actors, they were all doing something, 
And they were bitching because there was not one black person in the picture. It was a bunch of white people. I forgot what the fuck the story was. Someone can go back and listen to the archives of the show. But there was a story and it was, they were like, oh, how come they got all these white actors, but there's not one black actor in the picture? I remember that. We were talking about it. But now this is the exact opposite thing. And it's celebrated. It's a special moment to exclude white people. Why is that fair? I don't know, man. <laughs> can you imagine if this was a fucking company that was like, hey, we're going to have a fucking whites-only party. And this is a great yeah, moment. This is a great moment. Mm-mm. We don't have to worry about our clothes in the baggage area, all our wallets are going to be in our jackets when we go back. What the f- you know? Like, seriously, if that was said, mm-hmm. what would we be saying? It's not right. It's not right. It's because not, it's not right to exclude anybody, especially if you work for a company. I mean, I'm sure there's black people that work for the company. There's white people. Why? Why? Why can't it be a company party? Meaning anyone that works there. So last night was my turn to host the annual holiday dinner for Boston's elected officials of color. A special moment to appreciate that our affinity group now includes leadership across city, state, county, and federal offices. This is what Wu said in the caption of her social media post. Throughout the year, we work to represent our communities with urgency and determination. Now, at the holidays, we take the time to celebrate and enjoy each other's company without those fucking dirty white people. While Wu apologized after an email was accidentally sent to white government officials who were not invited to the party, she defended the discriminatory gathering, saying the white elected officials are invited to other events during the holiday season. And so where, are you, I bet. Where they are supposed to deal with you, you fucking cunt. I guarantee you that's how this is. Oh, my God. How many of these white parties are white exclusive parties that they're, that I they're invited to? I would love to know. Because if there isn't any, they need to start having There them. isn't any. I would encourage the all these white business owners, go ahead and throw your own fucking parties and be like, no, we don't want any fucking minorities. Do it. Fucking, it's being encouraged. Yeah. Fucking do it. See see how other people like it. What's good like for it. one is good for the other. It should be good for the other. And it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Why are we actively so encouraging stupid. the fucking, this kind of bullshit behavior? Why are discriminatory behavior? In the year 2023, why are we actively promoting this shit? Why is this being promoted in, in places like this? I can understand that someone might be confused or worried if certain people weren't being invited at all or were being left out of any type of celebration. But I assure you, everyone on the Boston City Council has gotten an invitation to multiple types of holiday events and parties, she said. Shortly after the uh, email was mistakenly sent by City Council Relations Director Denise Dos Santos to all City Council members, she sent out another email apologizing, indicating that it wasn't supposed to end up in the inboxes of white council members. Dude, I would take so much offense to that. Fire the whole team because you're being discriminatory towards your coworkers. You can't do that. Isn't that some OSHA rule? You can't discriminate or some kind of fucking federal state law? I don't fucking know. You can't discriminate against your coworkers. That I mean, that's like rule number one. You go to any yeah. company on their fucking door, it'll say that shit. We don't discriminate against anybody. Customers can. Well, but yet apparently. you're allowed to do it in the company for parties. <laughs> Councilman Frank Baker, who's white, found the party divisive, but said there's nothing he can do about it because he's white. Yeah. That's exact. Yeah, there is something you can do about it. You fucking throw it right back in their face. Seriously, if, if this is threw, the way you want it, then fucking if, do it. If they threw an all-white party. Yep. Oh, my they God. They would be fired. Cry, they, they'd be at the all-minority party crying about it. How come they won't let us go to that party? But yet you can do this. It, I mean, this is the behavior. You know what happened. We're not making shit up. It sounds ridiculous to say it out loud because yeah. it's ridiculous that it's fucking happening. So stupid. You don't want me to party? I'm not going to go to your party, he, he remarked later. Uh, the white councilman then told the Boston Herald, I find it unfortunate that with the temperature of society the way it is now, that we would completely keep furthering division. Yeah. Yeah. Wu was criticized earlier this year for a joke she made during a St. Patrick's Day speech that targeted white people. I'm getting used to dealing with problems that are expensive, disruptive, and white, she said. 
wow, who yeah. is this bitch? Oh, well, listen to this one. She she went after uh, white restaurant owners that Wu singled them out for a $7,500 outdoor dining fee, a fee which only applied to establishments in their neighborhood. The restaurant owners later had to withdraw their lawsuit after legal setbacks. So she's a fucking race-baiting cunt, this Wu chick. Wow. Who obviously hates white people and is allowed to hate them in these important publicly. positions of power publicly. How is this allowed to happen? This That's is just... crazy. This is one of those things where I fucking say, if you change one word in the title, see what people's reaction would be. Yeah. So, okay, minorities wouldn't let white people come to the party. How about we switch that? White people wouldn't let minorities come to their party, and people would be up in arms. If it's true one way, it should be true the other way. Why are we allowed to have this happen in society in 2023? I will never understand how is she not getting in trouble for all this fucking shit she's been doing? This bitch should be thrown on her fucking ass. She should be thrown out of that building on her fucking ass. They should throw her box of shit out the window and be like, get the fuck out, you cunt. You raging fucking cunt. We don't want that kind of bullshit here. We don't tolerate division. We don't tolerate hatred, hate speech. Because that's that's what she's doing. She's actively promoting it. Fucking God, this is the kind of shit that goes on in Democrats' areas. Can you imagine being a white person living in fucking New York right now? No. In Manhattan, of all places? Seriously, you're fucking hated just just for looking the way you do? And it's like, oh, yeah, but what about what happened back in the, in the 18th? Yeah, that was bad way the fuck. We were supposed to be past all this shit. We're supposed to get better. Yeah, I thought we were supposed to be getting better We're now. supposed to be getting better. We're right back to where the fuck it was back then. Just a different colors now. being targeted now. Like, what is that? Why can't we all just get the fuck along, man? Like, is that the way it's supposed to be? We're, we're just flipping it. It's, it's, it's completely worse, and it's going to get flipped again. It's going to be a constant cycle of hatred. Stupid. What happens if, if white people just were done with this shit? We're like, yeah, fuck it. You got good Good luck. Good luck. Good fucking luck. And just say, we're, we're done being treated like villains. You know what happened? I'd hate to say it, but there would be an economic fucking collapse. I think they'd be doing okay over the fucking, over there. And minorities would be kind of, you know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> come back, white people. Come back. We need you. You know, we all do need each other. That's the bottom line. Can we work together? Right? We all Apparently fucking, not. We all fucking serve our purpose in life. Well... Doritos is coming out with something uh, new. Doritos is betting that its new nacho cheese flavored liquor is all that in a bag of chips. Mm. It's things like this that can be trouble, Matt. <laughs> we went to this one really nice restaurant, and this this bartender gave me like chocolate cake shots. Mm-hmm. And it ta- you couldn't even taste the liquor. Mm. It tasted like you were drinking chocolate cake. Unbelievable. So fucking good. Best shots I've ever had. I could have them all all night long and yeah. until I stood up and I was like, fuck. We used to love going to that place. <laughs> God. Before we had kids. Before we had kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, we used to go to restaurants and get lit the fuck up. It was good old days. Yeah, we used to be able to do stuff. We used to be able to have fun. <laughs> So, uh, the, the PepsiCo-owned brand has released a new spirit based on its nacho cheese-flavored chips that smells and tastes just like the real thing. This is going to be fucking some people up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the company partnered with uh, Empirical, uh, a business known for making spirits with creative flavors, to release the Empirical and Doritos nacho cheese spirit. The product will be available for a limited time, the drink's flavor contains notes of nacho cheese, corn tostada, uh, umami, umami, and a hint of acidity. The real nacho cheese flavor is retained through a vacuum distillation. 
wonder how they do that. The new drink will be available online and at select markets in California and New York for a suggested retail price of $65. You can have it. You can fucking have it. $65 for a bottle of this shit. Mm. Customers who purchase the spirit uh, can also make three cocktails, Mary Mary, Doritos, uh, Bangarang, and Double Triangle Margarita, all of which are subtle nods to the Doritos company. Directions on how to make each of the drinks can be found online. I would like to just try it one time. Does it? Is it as good as that chocolate cake shot? Does it taste like fucking Doritos? I don't know, man. Doritos are good, but you gotta eat them. You gotta eat them. Drinking your fucking... I don't know. I don't For know. For 65 man. bucks, man, it better taste like fucking the best damn Doritos ever. It probably, it probably, I mean, it's one of those things probably where, like, you have to sip it, you're like, I don't taste, and then maybe you might, a hint of it in the aftertaste, oh, wait, there it yeah, is. Yeah, see, that I wouldn't like. Yeah, it's, no, it's. Not just, like, a mm-hmm. hint, like, it has mm-hmm. to taste like it. Mm-mm. <laughs> wouldn't do it. Oh, man. All right, so here's something horrible for you. There's a woman accused of setting a bed on fire while a couple and baby were asleep. Oh, no. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? This is one happened in Memphis, Tennessee, where a woman is facing charges of aggravated assault and arson after police say she intentionally set her ex-boyfriend's bed on fire while he and his new girlfriend and their baby were asleep. And their baby. So yep. he was an ex for a while. This bitch, like, really? You're Damn, not over can't it? Get over this motherfucker, man. Wow. It happened in March in the 6100 block of Park Grove, but Derricka Wiggins, 19, was just booked into the Shelby County Jail on Friday. Investigators said no one was hurt in the fire, which was extinguished before firefighters arrived on the scene. Well, that's good. At least the baby was, was, was safe. So the female victim said she heard what sounded like a lighter outside their bedroom door and saw someone looking through the crack in the door. Oh, my God. But thought it was just one of her boyfriend's brothers. She said she woke up to the comforter being on fire. The boyfriend said he was able to put out the fire and confronted Wiggins in the driveway. Police, now, listen, if, if I... I don't even want to go into detail about what would happen, but if I woke up and there was someone trying to light the bed that I was sleeping on on fire, I was able to stop it and then confront them outside. You wouldn't want to talk to them outside? I, there wouldn't be talking done. It, it would be the end of their life. Because you're coming, you're not going to walk away from this. Because yeah. you've already proven that you can come into my house. Mm-hmm. With me not knowing, and you have this intention to kill me, so there's only one... There's only one solution to this. Mm-hmm. You have to take them before they can finish. You know, that's the only. There's some things in this world that are cut and dry. Someone tries to kill you. You have to. You have to either put them down, or you're going to get put down eventually. Right? That's one rule. And the other one is there's only men and women in this world, and they're not interchangeable. You can't become the other. Would that be considered self-defense, though? It has to be. It has. Well, to be. I would think so too. You broke into my house and but, tried to kill me and my wife and my right. baby. You are not. You you forfeit your will to live at that point. I definitely wouldn't be talking to them outside in the fucking driveway until cops there, got there. There's like, no talking. Yeah, no. There's there's no talking to be done. It's just it, it's it's the end. Like your body's going to be on the ground, lifeless, and 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 that's it. You you can't you can't take that chance. Mm. So anyway, he was he was able to confront this person outside. Investigators said the fire caused significant damage to the comforter and some smoke damage to the bedroom. Wiggins is also charged with reckless burning and setting fire to the personal property. She's scheduled to go before a judge on Monday, and through the grace of God, this man did not put her down himself. Because you fucking so broke no, like, in his house. like attempted murder or anything? Just for damage? Because I don't know, man. This is absolutely insane. You break into someone's house 
with the intent to kill. You don't care. You, they have a baby in that bed. Yeah. And you light that motherfucker on fire, not even caring. Your problem's with him. Take it up with him. Yeah, slash his tires or something. Slash his tires. Do whatever. Like, what Vindictive <laughs> fucking. Do something harmful. Like put bleach on his fucking car. Whatever. Right. To go into this man's house and try to light his fucking baby on fire in the bed. That is some. It's it's unforgivable, man. Like you 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 crossed a line. Yeah, and she wasn't really charged with enough. I don't think so. She'll be out soon. What if they didn't and wake she'll up? Come back and, yeah. What what if all three of them would have burned up in that house? Mm-hmm. She just would have went home that night and slept in her bed fine. Yeah, she would have gotten her way, and and it just would have been over. I, stuff like this pisses me off. This is why I'm all about a, a harsher penalty for people like this. I'm sorry, but if, if you're, this is callous, reckless, you just don't care. Mm-hmm. You have no regard for human life. So why should we care about yours? You're going to be crying in court. Your mom's going to be there. Your fucking third grade teacher might be there. Oh, you know, she was a good kid. But this is what she's, this is what she is now. You don't care about human life. Yeah. You don't, you don't belong in society. Here's another person here that doesn't care about human life, but this person's where they should be. This prisoner poured boiling water over a vulnerable inmate. And if that wasn't bad enough, he then beat the man. And if that wasn't bad enough, he then raped him. How'd he get the boiling water? Uh, maybe he was in the kitchen. But then you have to take a boiling pot of water and walk through cameras yeah, like and how guards. Get, how do you get the water? Well, no, I guess some, some jails, they have they have access to microwaves, right? Because they use cup of soups. So I guess, I guess you can boil. I guess you can do that. Do they have microwaves? Yeah, I guess some of them have them in their fucking cells now, right? They, they, their cells are turning into apartments now. Yeah, because I know that they, they, they barter for cup of soups. That's like yeah. a high-ticket item. So this guy's name was Robert Reynolds, a prisoner at HMP Winchester, threw boiling water from a kettle Oof. at the victim, causing burns to his face and back, before punching and kicking him during an attack in July 2021. The 29-year-old then raped and assaulted the man who was in his 20s at the time. The victim was initially treated at the prison before being taken to a specialist burns unit in the hospital. He later reported the incident. Reynolds, who's now serving time at HMT Bullingen, was found guilty on Wednesday following a five-day trial, having denied grievous bodily harm with intent, two counts of rape and a sexual assault, and a partridge in a pear tree. Police described the victim, who has since been released from prison, as vulnerable and said he is affected both physically and mentally by the attack. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, well, the victim has since left prison. He continues to deal with the, the physical and mental impact of what happened to him. Of course, man. I mean, he's got a freaking burn mark all over his face. I mean, somebody, he's got discoloration, obviously. And he was raped multiple times. Like, he can't... Raped. Like, I know that he was an inmate, but he can't sue because the COs weren't paying attention. Um, no, I don't think you should be able to sue a prison at all. You put yourself that's, there. That's terrible, though. You put yourself there. I, well, I know. I know he was but, an inmate, but that's terrible. Them. I don't have any sympathy for this guy. I mean, you put yourself there. I don't care what you did. You're in there for a reason, man. You know, you, yeah. gave, you gave up your freedom because you did something wrong. You know, you... I, I, I guess I might be a little too harsh because there might be some people that are like, yeah, but you got to take care of them. Why? They're fucking why? They're dregs of society. They they're they're locked up in a cage because they can't be around regular kiss people. Kiss their ass or anything, but I don't think something like this should be allowed to happen. I mean, like like where where are the guards? Like no one's paying attention. To, I, I, like that's just that's weird. And the reason why stuff like that doesn't happen like in this neighborhood here is because we're all honest people that have a freedom. 
We don't, we don't do dumb shit, but if you're in a place concentrated, spe- specifically made for people that do dumb shit, dumb shit's going to happen, you know? Yeah. So how do you not have this happen to you? You avoid doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't have any sympathy for these fucking people, except for the ones that are in prison for like, hey man, this guy, he sold like one bag of weed and he's got five years in prison. You're like, wait, that's a little harsh. Yeah. That's, I mean, he's, what the fuck, right? But if, if you're sitting here like selling fentanyl to kids at school, then you deserve it. I don't know, man. This guy's a fucking moron. It, it does suck that the guy's out of prison now, and he's, he's constantly remembering this, but maybe this should be a lesson, to, you know, and maybe if I didn't do that thing I did and end up here, maybe this wouldn't happen. So maybe this will just be a lesson learned, like, hey, this don't fuck up anymore, right? Mm-hmm. You, you would think so. <laughs> so <laughs> do you feel sympathy for this guy? I don't feel any sympathy. I don't care why he's in prison. He's fucking there. You did. You did something I wrong. I know. You broke it's just like it boggles my mind that we had, all these places have COs and, and prison guards, and none of them pay attention. Yeah. Because all this shit keeps happening. Yeah. We got dent inmates. Like wh- what the fuck? And then the one family I read about today, their son died. He was serving ninety nine years for burglary, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm. Ninety nine years. He was killed. And the family asked for the body back, and it came back without a heart. <laughs> like, where'd the heart go? Mm-mm-mm. Like, I just don't... Like, I understand. They're in there for a reason. Yeah. They're all scumbags, but it's like, what the fuck is happening in these prisons? It's just Your odd. guess is as good as mine, man. There's a lot of so clapping. Bizarre. They're getting paid. They're, this is their job. You're getting paid. What are you getting paid to do? It sounds to me like it's the easiest fucking job in the world. You would think so, but there's also <laughs> a lot of people that are probably in there like, yeah, fuck these. Because you know what they're in there for. You know what these criminals are in there for. They're disrespecting you. You see the kind of yeah. assholes they are and kind of scumbags. You see when them getting beat up, it's probably easy. I don't easy think to, I would ever let anyone out. Just it's like, it's like, probably easy to turn. Yeah, fucking leave them. Like, do I want to let this guy out there? You fucking armed robbery. Fucking six times. We're going to let you out. You're going to be good all of a sudden? No. Yeah. I don't have any fucking res- None. All right, I have one more story. It's another uh, Florida man. After purchasing a meatball sandwich for his nephew, a Florida man poured Visine all over the food, which was later partially consumed by his relative, according to police who arrested the man on a felony poisoning charge. (sighs) Investigators say uh, James Leach, who's 45, was at a market near his Pinellas Park home Wednesday when he asked an employee for a bottle of Visine due to having dry eyes. Upon securing the Visine, Leach allegedly opened a container of food and proceeded to pour the Visine all over the meatball sandwich. When the worker declared that the liquid could hurt someone, Leach reportedly replied that it would only cause the victim to shit himself and puke his brains out. Mm. Listen, why did you do it in front of the worker? Like, I understand you shouldn't be doing it, but I'm just saying. All out on display. Doing silence. Do it out in your car or something. Why are you mm-hmm. doing it in front of people? So the market employee who described uh, Leach as a regular customer said the suspect had issues with his nephew and declared that he hated his kin. Leach said the victim reside. Leach and the victim reside together and have a long history of domestic-related issues. Cops say, who added that officers have answered several prior calls for service at the pair's home. After receiving a 911 call from the market. Police reviewed sore security footage, which the affidavit states clearly showed Leach dousing the meatball sandwich with Visine. Mm. When police subsequently arrived at Leach's home, he declined to answer questions and requested a lawyer. 
The victim said he had only consumed a small portion of the sandwich before a cop showed up and was unaware that visine had been added to his meal. While medical help was summoned to the victim, <clears throat> for the victim, he ultimately refused the treatment. Leach was charged with the poisoning of food or water, which is a felony for which he is locked up in lieu of a $50,000 bond. A judge has ordered Leach, who has pl- uh, pled not guilty, to have no contact with the victim. His rap sheet includes convictions for improper exhibition of a firearm and resisting or obstructing police without violence. This dude. Meatball sandwiches are freaking delicious. They're so fucking good. I love meatball pizza. Yeah, mm. that's good too. Once mm-hmm. in a while. Meatball I put, subs. Meatball sub is amazing. Mm-hmm. This fucking moron. Like, this is a typical Florida man. You're not thinking because you're doing it in front of... Yeah. You would have gotten away with it. <laughs> you just brought the sandwich home and did it at home. Uh, I don't know. You're just going to mildly inconvenience. You're not going to kill him, but you're going to mildly piss somebody off and inconvenience him. It's still mm-hmm. wrong to do, man, you know? Because you don't know. There might be something in the Visine that's fatal to this guy. Maybe. I think it, it just is. doesn't get along with the system. I think it is. I could have sworn at some point we had a a story like a while, like way back, about a, a woman poisoning her husband like in the tea or something. She was pouring Visine in the tea every day or yeah. something and got sick. I, I could have sworn we had something, something like that. Micro poison. Yeah. A little bit of poison every day so it's not traceable but not to make the guy sick, slowly kill him over time. There's a lot of stories People like that. Are nuts. The woman that was friends with your dad. Yep. Trying to kill her freaking husband when she put in his drink. I forgot what the hell that was. I can't remember what the fuck it was. The funny thing was, was I was in that house. I was helping to move shit one time. Like, when we first moved here, I was in that house helping that lady out. Yeah. I forgot what the hell I was over there for. I was helping with something. They were like, because this is when we were staying over there with them. When we were waiting for the house to clear or whatever. And we were getting something. They only lived across here from your dad. And you're like, oh, can you help us move stuff? And I'm in this fucking bitch's house. She's conducting these cocktails to kill her husband. <laughs> what the Weird men. I don't know. You know what the easier solution here is, people? Just fucking leave the person you're with. Just leave them. Yeah. In this case, just tell me. Like, listen, just tell me. Like, listen, I, I've been making your dinner for the past couple of months now, and I've been putting something in there as I'm trying to kill you. It's not working. Can you just kill yourself and save me the trouble? I would say, sure. All right. All right. It's not working. Can you do something about it? Just listen, this poison's is taking too long. I just got, listen, I got, you know, I, I got, got shit to do. To do. I need that insurance money. Just hurry up and get it over with. All right. Fine. I'll fucking do it. Whatever. You might be surprised by your answer, people. I've been saving this one for last year. Now, this is my last one, and uh, this one came courtesy of our pal Scott. He's so excited to talk about this one. I've been excited to talk about this one all all morning long, and he just showed this one to me this morning. I've been very excited. This is the crown jewel of today's show. I want to say the best for last year, and... You guys know I hate me some fucking Democrats, man. I hate Democrats. I hate the left. They are nothing but perverts, scumbags, assholes, pieces of shit. Just horrible fucking human beings. The people that vote for them, the people in office. Just the worst dregs of fucking society. Bottom-dwelling scumbag, pedophile cunts in the world. This story epitomizes all of that and the reasons why. And it just further proves my point that they are exactly what I think they are. This Senate staffer was caught filming gay sex tape in a Senate hearing room, and it's extremely graphic. The picture is blurred out of the man's face. He is bent over wearing some sort of, like, it looks like a fucking jockstrap of sorts, like a jockstrap thong barely there, and he is bent over in the office of the fucking Senate, 
doing some kind of twerk maneuver. I don't even know, but he is completely naked except for straps around him. Leaked amateur pornography shows a congressional staffer having anal sex with some unknown man in the Senate hearing room. That unknown man may or may not have been Lindsey Graham. We're not sure yet. This is according to a video obtained by the Daily Caller. The alleged staffer can also be seen in a photo naked on all fours. Looking back at the camera on their table where senators often sit to ask questions during a hearing. It appears to be unprotected sex, as if that really makes a fucking difference where you're doing it. I mean, is the... And, and this isn't even the worst dance ever happened in that fucking room, I guarantee you. A source identified the room to the Daily Caller as Senate Room Heart 20, or 216, the Judiciary Room. And that man was getting the law laid down on him as the gavel was slammed home repeatedly into his bottom line. The, <laughs> <laughs> the caller blurred out his face because his identity has not been confirmed. Oh, my fucking <laughs> Lord. This is so disgusting. Oh, man. oh my God. This is so bad. Oh, if I have to see it, you got to see no, it. No, I don't want to see it. Why you you got to see it. it? Uh, there you go. Stop you got to see it. You got to see it. Stop. Daily Caller has not confirmed the identities of either party in the amateur porn video. Daily Caller reviewed the chat where the video leaked and confirmed it was shared in a private group for gay men in politics, which, I mean, there's a lot of them, I'm sure. There are a lot of these motherfuckers, man. Dude, this is... <laughs> One of the, you don't even have to go into detail. There are pictures of this man, but as naked, not even wearing socks. And that floor, I'm sure, is disgusting how many people have walked on that floor. <laughs> Bent over, getting plowed by another socks. dude in the house office. This has been a hell of a week for the left. I mean, you got this happening. You had a, there's a swearing in ceremony on child porn in Virginia where they're celebrating, you know, kitty porn in Virginia. Tr- tranny trap dancers in the White House and satanic statues in Iowa. This is all this week of shit that's happened here and another fucking week of the left. You have to realize that this is not just a one-time thing. If this was just one guy doing something disgusting and this was just a random incident, this would have been like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Just get rid of him and move on, right? But this is a part of a bigger story because what have they been pushing this whole time? LGBTQ... Be yourself, your true identity. You can do whatever you want. You can have sex, be naked, whatever you want. Where the Senate convenes. But why, why not? You can do this shit in public libraries in front of kids. You can do this in, in, in schools and libraries all around the country. You can do this stuff. Well, why, you can't why do not? it when you're working at the grocery store. Why, like why on the not? Fucking, on the register. Why not? You can't do that. But why not, though? So they shouldn't be allowed to do that. That is nasty. Why not? I mean, this is Keep the precedence. Your fucking home. This is the precedence that they're setting. It's gross. It's gross. This is the president. Oh my god! This I hope they're sanitizing they it. It's gross. Burn the fucking room down. Seriously, like I, this guy. I wouldn't want to sit at the table. I just don't know <laughs> the appeal of this. I mean, you are putting yourself. His face was blurred out, but you're in this office. It's not that hard to narrow you down. I mean, yeah. your full body's in this picture. How hard is it for them to narrow it down? You're posting it to a public web. This isn't just between him and the guy who was plowing him. This is put on a public website for gay men in the Senate. How big is this network that they have a fucking underground channel dedicated They're to gay men? all in there. Very specific, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, L. Graham is is the fucking uh, founder of the website. I wonder who that could be. But you got to. But seriously, think of it this way, man. You've got all this nasty shit going on. It's extremely specific. Gay men in politics that work in the Senate having gay sex with each other, and there's a place dedicated to that. This isn't so like redhead girls with boobs or lesbians in the, in the Senate room. I'm sure. I'm, I, I guarantee you that's what they do. The second the camera's whole, cut, yeah. they probably just all strip their clothes off and it's fucking... Have an orgy in there. Why not? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's got tassels on her giant fun bags or hang to the floor. I can't fucking hang with these people. This is what they are. This is what they're all about. They're all like this. How come you can have a vote on, on transitioning children and have it be unanimous on the fucking Democrats, like you might have like one or two fucking people that vote no on it, but that many people want that to happen. That many people want these LGBT things in schools. They are about this life. They want this shit. I guarantee behind closed doors, they're they're loving this guy for it. Oh damn it! You know you you, you should have been more careful with your video. That's all. They probably you know that's probably all it is. They're going to put him somewhere else. They're going to try to brush it under the rug because it's him being himself, his true self, right? Just being a fucking nasty f word pervert, getting plowed. Has no problem with the kind of sex. I have no problem with the kind of sex he was having. It's the fact where he it's where he was doing it. That's like disrespectful. Like what that is gross. Aren't there there? I mean, like that's like we all pay for that house. We pay for that house. Comes out of our tax dollars, man. Our our tax dollars fund that shit. That's our house. And they're fucking doing this nasty shit. Yeah, like no, that shouldn't that shouldn't be okay. Do it in your home. Don't you have bedroom? Can't you do that? Can't you do butt sex in your own home? Yeah. Seriously, can't you do this shit in your own home, you nasty fucking assholes? You don't see straight people doing this shit like this. What the fuck's wrong with them? What the fuck is wrong with them, man? It's just disgusting. They're fucking disgusting people. Um, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them are. You see, you see this shit. I mean, I'm, we're not making this story up. It happened. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with them, man? Fucking liberal piece of shit. Not only are they fucking perverts and scumbags, they're a bunch of fucking assholes. Woohoo! I don't know why the hell you love this segment so much. I've been trying to figure this out all weekend long in between UFC fights and tears. <laughs> Crying sessions in the bathroom. I've been trying to figure this out. Did you figure it out? I still couldn't no. figure it out. Why don't you just fucking tell me, goddammit? It's the last one. Oh, my fucking Lord. What do you think about this fucking world that we live in, man? Are, are you ready for it to end yet? It's terrible. I, I'm waiting for... Um... 2025. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Because, uh, like I said, I wanted, to, I just wanted to get through December, like let January come. But like you, then you reminded me that it's an election year. So this is going to be. I'm not looking forward to next year either. I'd mm. rather skip another year. Dude. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll see. Oh God! But I'm sure it'll yeah. just be worse. I mean, early predictions for next year. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be an absolutely crazy year. It'll get crazier as the year goes on. January might be normal. February might be normal. March could even be normal. But once you get into April, May, June, you're like, oh, shit. Once the, summer, once the weather gets hot, the news is going to get hot. Once fucking October hits, September, October, you're going to see the crazy shit happen. It's going to be insane. You're going to see the seeds start getting planted for things. That October surprises, and it's like fucking November's there, and you're all going to be going to the voting booths, or you might not be allowed to go. You might be locked down through... The threat of nuclear World War Three. They're going to do lockdowns. Who knows, man? I have a lot of predictions. I think we're going to see a lockdown based off of nuclear threats because we're a fucking idiot country that can't stick the fuck. You know, like we 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 can't even protect our own border. We're talking about protect everybody else's money, the other countries and shit. I think what's going to happen is we're going to be invaded. 
But these other countries are already knocking on the U.S. fucking coin. I mean, they already got their own mint. They're not even using the U.S. mint now. That's why the prices of oil and shit's going to go up and, and goods because we fucking refuse to make our own goods here in America. We have to outsource everything to countries that fucking hate us. And we gladly pay them whatever the fuck they ask for because we need this shit. And we refuse to make it here. <clears throat> it's going to be a damn mess. Things are going to get a lot more expensive next year. We're going to get locked down. That, that's my prediction for next year. I hope it doesn't happen. But we'll, we'll see. So this asshole story is basically the leftover one from the Friday show. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I had a lot of fun on the Friday show, by the way. It was a lot of fun, but I think we may... We were talking about this, about the time, because it seems like we're starting them a little bit too early, and I think our 7 o'clock time might have been our sweet spot. No, really? I don't know. We're, we're, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it some more on Wednesday. We'll, we'll see if we're going to stick to that 6 o'clock time or if we're going to go to 7 o'clock. I, I have no idea yet. Well, let's get this one out the way here. Uh, this one was the one that was, am I the asshole for telling my half-sister that I don't care that my dad refused to raise her? Oh, Lord. You can speak from experience. Did you have any of these issues with your sisters and their fathers? Because your mom slept around a lot. Your mom couldn't no, keep it in her pants. Not, no, with my half-sisters. Uh, not really. My dad didn't really raise any of us. None of them. And I, yeah, no, I, I don't really think so. Hmm. So, my mom died when I was 26. My half-sister was two at the time, and her dad was not in her life. My dad took full custody of me. He shared custody with my mom when she was alive. My half-sister was sent to a foster family because none of my mom's family were fit to take care, and they couldn't even get in touch with her or dad or any of his family. I can't say I ever really missed her. I knew about her, but I didn't really love her back then, so I never had any guilt for being raised in a loving home with my dad and stepmom while she was in a foster care. We had two visits arranged by CPS in the first year after mom died, but then those stopped. That's got to be awkward, huh? Well, yeah, it's not his kid. No, that's got to so be... So why would he... It's going to be really awkward, though. Yeah. It's going to be really fucking awkward. <clears throat> she was only two. Yeah. You could raise her like your own. You, marry, you obviously married the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, that's his half-sister. So he didn't have... His sister was raised in a foster home. Yeah. That's got to be really fucking weird, though, because, like, that's still your blood sister, half-sister, but still your sister, right? Yeah. And you don't have any relationship, and all of a sudden, one day, it's like, hey... They all come out of the woodworks, man, and knock on the door when they're old enough. Really weird. She reached out to me a year ago via DMs. We've communicated a bit through there. She found my dad through social media recently and told him he was a disgusting piece of shit, and her not being his should have meant separating us and not caring about her. She told him a real good dad would have taken her because they loved me and couldn't stand the thought of an innocent little kid in foster care. She's pointing fingers at the wrong motherfucker. She's an angry person based off her situation and and is jealous. Because this guy wasn't her dad. I don't know. I'm trying to shame him into caring about something he really didn't have any reason to care for. Yeah. He didn't have a reason to, right? I mean, it sucks that he did what he did, but... I don't know. Yeah, that was a really shitty thing to do because I, I wouldn't be able to do that. She was two. She's two years old. I don't that's know. a baby. Yeah, that's. I don't and know. I wouldn't. I, I don't know. It's another mouth and to it's feed. My kid's sister. Yeah, like I a... don't know if I would just ship the kid two year old off the fuck. I mean, yeah, that's his. I tr- I, he, he obviously had to make a choice, and it, he had that right. But I don't think I would have made the same choice, <laughs> even if no. the kid wasn't mine. I, I think I would because it's a baby. It is a baby. It's sad. It's fucking sad. Yeah. I mean, there's a moral thing to do. 
But the moral thing doesn't necessarily mean right or wrong, because right or wrong is, is black and white, and circumstances yeah. make a person do something right or wrong, and this is just a moral thing. Moral is just someone saying, hey, my situation's this, I would have done it. But you're not putting yourself in that man's shoes, so it's, it's right or wrong based off of his standard of living. I and mean, if he yeah. can only afford one child, and he can't afford the other one, it's not fair to that kid, he might have a better chance in foster care. You know, it, it's, it's fucked up. Because it's easy for us to say, yo, well, we would take the kid. This guy's a piece of shit. But we don't, we don't know this man's life. You yeah. know? We don't know his life. And she told him she would celebrate when he dies and will turn me against him if it's the last thing she does because I need my eyes opened. Okay, well, you're yeah. being a little ridiculous, you stupid bitch. She's a real bitch here. Yeah. You're mad at the wrong person. Be mad at the people that raised you. Be at the you know, people that should have raised you. Be mad at them. Don't be mad at him. And I found out what happened and told her if she was going to try and turn me against my dad that she doesn't need to talk to me again. She went through how shitty she feels he was for letting her go into foster care and how a good person, a good dad, a good man would have saved her. She, she, just, she just has a lot of anger. Rightfully so, she has a lot of anger. I just think she's directing it in the wrong place. She told me I should hate him for what he did. And now you're telling me how I should feel. Okay, that's another thing. I told her I didn't care that he refused to raise her, that it wasn't his job to. She asked why I could be so cruel and cold about this because we're siblings and I should adore her and, what, and want the best for her. Yeah, but he doesn't know you. Yeah. Yeah, this person is mentally broken, this this person. This person needs counseling. Yeah. They probably went through a lot of shit with all the foster homes they had to go through and all that stuff, but this person needs help. Went through their whole life feeling unwanted and unloved. Yeah. And just takes it on everybody. It's a giant chip on their shoulder. Probably a real pleasant person to be around, I'm sure. Yeah. You know? She kind of lost it in DMs, honestly, and I muted her for a while, and she kept sending them and calling me all kinds of names. What is this, a fan of the podcast, or is this a... <laughs> Am I the asshole? Uh, ETA, my parents were not together when my mom died. My dad never had any part in raising my half-sister. He was never in the same household as her even. Oh, for fuck's sakes! I was still a baby when my parents broke up, if that gives any context. Okay, so he's 26 now. He was 6 when this happened, and the half-sister was 2 at the time. And her dad was in her life, and she expected his dad to take... Yeah, no, okay, yeah, no. Nope. I don't know, man. Not the asshole. Yeah. Not 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 the asshole. She she needs some serious mental help. I feel bad for her. I do. Yeah, I definitely feel bad. But you can't. First of all, this this guy didn't even know you. <laughs> Never met you. He's no. not going to take you in. No. You know, I I I was thinking it was something a little bit different, but it wasn't. So. Yeah, no. She needs help. This could easily be your life. You know that, right? This could uh, easily be a situation in your life where one of your sisters being like, well, fuck you and your dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? Excuse me? He's not your dad. <clears throat> yeah. Except so for my dad's, like, obsessed with my half-sister. He's obsessed with her. It's not even his kid. Obsessed. Like, what the fuck? My sister, she, and she thinks things. it's fucking weird. <laughs> we all think it's weird. Like, what the fuck are you so obsessed, you fucking weirdo? Yeah, it's, it's uh, very strange behavior. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I do feel bad for this girl. I do. I, oh, I, feel I completely very bad. feel bad, and I think she does need some serious help. She's got stuff to work through because I can only imagine the life that she ended up having. But it's not his responsibility to raise her when he didn't even yeah. know her. Yeah. Didn't like. Yeah, it's not his kid. Never met her. I'm gonna uh, no. Self esteem issues. Yeah. Grew up feeling un- unloved. Like good for this guy for at least taking in his actual kid. Yeah. You know, and not sending them both out to foster care. You can't expect the 
undertake yeah it's it's just it's a huge undertaking and a humongous responsibility to take care of that other kid and he didn't even know the motherfucker and yeah at two years old it doesn't matter it really is you you could have taken in a two-year-old that you don't know and doesn't know you and raised a beautiful life together because they're two they're gonna learn to love you and you'll learn to love them it's just the way it's gonna happen you know if you're willing to open your heart and take this person in you just couldn't do it at the time. You, you don't know this man's situation. You're not, I'm not going to call this dad an asshole for not taking any other kid because I don't know this man's life. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. I don't know what his fucking response He might He might have been like, I can barely feed myself, but this is my kid. I have to figure it out for them. An extra mouth might have just been overwhelming, and they both could have suffered for it. So we had to let the one go. That's not even his. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Not the asshole for the no. brother. I mean, the brother, he opened his heart for this girl. He tried, tried a relationship, and then she just went off the rails, and it's like, better off. Good luck. Yeah. You fucking miserable bitch. You know, she could have easily have been like, listen, you take the life experiences, they sucked, and you make yourself better for it in the future. And if she would have came to them both nicer, <laughs> I bet those doors would have been open for the holidays. Right. And she could have met this kid's dad, and they could have been a family, possibly. Yeah. But she's the asshole, not the... Yeah, completely. So, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it to Friday, even though it's going to be a pretty bad week. And this is the last week before Christmas. We are going to have a very busy week here at the household. An extremely busy week. We're going to be running back and forth to the store. Ay, ay, ay. It's going to be a hell of a time. But I, I still haven't hectic. even started rapping, so i gotta, I got to start doing yeah, that. you got to start doing that. That'll Jesus. probably fucking happen at the end of the week, probably. I don't even know what the hell is going this is This has been a very last-minute Christmas. Yeah. But it's all Next good. year will be better. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe, hopefully. Last year, last year we started early. Yeah. This year, not not so much. So next year, hopefully. Well, this year we were smarter than, than other years. That, that's why, but <clears throat> what do you got planned besides that? Nada. Yeah. I, I ain't got nothing. I'm going to probably hop on the game in a little bit, and I don't know. Maybe I'll find another movie or something to watch. I've watched like four movies the last two days. Good. So <clears throat> maybe you should put the wire on. Just watch like two episodes of it. Try two episodes of the wire. Yeah, it's a really good show. I think you would love it. Seriously, I I, I can see you getting really into it. So well, uh, you can yeah. Well, I'm not gonna be doing a fucking thing. So <laughs> fuck me, guys. Tell them where they can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. 